0: Welcome to Working Dog Radio, yeah. broadcasting the bite.
1: Hey guys, Ted and I make no secret about the fact that we love Dogtra. We've been using Dogtra products for years, even long before they became a sponsor of ours. We believe in what they do. So they're offering a discount code. You go to the website, any unit. or more, put in the discount code WDR10. That's W-D-R-10. They're going to give you 10% off that item. Go check it out, please. Dog Trail, we believe in them.
0: Southern Coast Canine has been providing better training, better results, and better dogs for over 25 years. Led by Bill Heiser and known for their excellent high drive, dual purpose and detection dogs, and outstanding customer service, they have what you need and what you're looking for. Call 877-903-DOGS-DOGS and speak with Bill to discuss your canine needs today or visit Southern Coast Canine, the letter K, the number 9, dot com. That's southerncoastcanine.com and follow them on Facebook and Instagram. Proven Canine Training, Proven Results, providing scenario-based training for law enforcement based on years of law enforcement and military service. Creating dogs for scent detection, tracking, patrol, and obedience. National certifying official for all aspects of canine and canine-related work. Watch for seminars across the country, near your locations in Northeast New Mexico and Amarillo, Texas. Find us on Facebook and Instagram by searching Proven Canine Training, a letter K, the number 9, or at www.provendogtraining.com, or give JJ a call at 417 844-5816
1: Hey guys, Eric from Working Dog Radio We are up and running here at HITS 2018 Coming at you with another great interview um, This has been a really great uh, uh, seminar here Huge, lots of vendors, lots of trainers The, the uh, list of trainers is the who's who The uh, topics are incredible One thing I really like is that uh, each Trainer, or each you know presenter, or whatever instructor is teaching three different topics. So uh, you know you you gotta choose wisely the one you want to see because you're probably not gonna see it again later, but you're gonna see something from somebody else. It's it's really good. Uh, Ted, what have we been doing here?
0: Man, we have been recording and doing live stuff. Hopefully everybody saw the live stuff. We're gonna leave it up uh, so that you can see it. Um, and I realize not everybody's on Facebook or on. Uh, YouTube or Vimo or wherever we're streaming this to. But uh, we'll also be uploading these. So um, other than that, we've been running around looking at all the new shit and talking to people. So it's been it's been a good show. And like Eric said, everybody, all the uh, – uh, Alicia's looking at me through the window. All of the, uh, um, the topics have been interesting. There's been a couple of new classes. I'm going to try and nail down Bob Day here in a little bit uh, about one of the uh, – the high-risk deployment stuff that he's been doing, which is a new class for hits, which is should be pretty cool. And, of course, if I can nail down Brad Smith, we want to we do that interview also. But um, right now is an interview that we have wanted to do since uh, from the very beginning. And, you know, the Skype interviews are always really good, uh, especially if we know the person uh, pretty well from, like, face-to-face, at least with Eric or I both. Uh, but there 's a lot that 's lost in in some of that, and this is one that I think needed to be done in person and you know um, i, I it, it's going it, it should be very interesting so uh, with us right now is David Adebempe from ScentLogix. david what 's going on
2: well um thanks for inviting me like you said it 's been a while um since we planned this and um, <laughs> yeah. it 's nice for that we 're actually doing it like you said face to face and so that i'd have an opportunity to see you and hug you again and <laughs> so have have a few beers, right? So our—I
1: uh, had heard of scent logics, you know, before, and I didn't use it because um, I work for a police department. and We have real odor. Yes. So then I went to um, a conference, and I sat through your class two years ago, I think, year year and a half, two years ago, in uh, uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. Yes. And uh, I sat through the class, and I was like, well, I mean. The one thing that's hard to fucking argue with is science, right? I so, right. Um, I, I went through your class and and I was pretty pretty impressed. Pretty, I'm, I'm one of those people that can definitely be shown some things, and uh, so I started sitting there in your class and watching. And I started talking to other people like, yeah, man, we go to this class, and uh, but we hadn't been using it, you know, because of uh, the access to the the narcotics that we have, and then. Uh, we did an interview on the podcast with Jason Perguson from Highland Canine, okay, yes. And I asked him, I said, "Do you do you use uh, ScentLogix or do you use uh, live odor, or real odor, you know, dope from DEA or whatever?" And he he probably did about a forty minute commercial for, <laughs> for ScentLogix about how good it was. And I said afterwards, he said, "Well, that'll ScentLogix will enjoy that." Um, and that guy produces great detection dogs. It Jason Jason they, the, they sure detection. does yes so I was like well I, fuck I mean great program great yeah. dogs so I bought some from him and um, just the narcotics odors I bought the narcotics odors from him I said I'm going to try it so I had two dogs coming in two brand new dogs and there's a couple of little things I had never used a clicker I wasn't a, I always used a word I said I'm going to do a clicker and I'm going to do scent logics on this dog and I'm going to use a clicker and regular odor on this dog and I ended up taking the second dog and switching over to Scent Logics. I started and I switched, and um,
2: because you you saw how quick it was. Yeah, it was the, the other dog. And I was here. like,
1: maybe it's maybe it's a dog thing. Maybe this dog's better than the other. But when I so I said, oh, I'm going to test that, and I switched that other dog over to Scent Logics and he started crushing it. Um, so my experience with it thus far has been very positive. I, uh, yeah. It has translated then into. Um, so I just did two more dogs with Scent logic. started them St. logics, and then when we got, after I got them introduced to the hides and introduced to the vehicles, then I switched it to the, dope, the regular dope that we'll be using, and I uh, had no problems. Yeah, no, the transition was flawless. Piece of cake. Yep. Piece of cake. So um, the, the funny thing is, and we'll get into a bunch of other stuff, but do you think this will ever not be a controversy or a fight that you're going to constantly have? When well, are they going to
2: give in? Um, I think uh, when the population of those that use it gets to a critical mass, uh, fortunately, um, it's uh, of course it's science, mm-hmm. but the true the, the true results and the true benefits are seen through the dogs. I I don't think there's anybody that will try using sandlogics that will go back to using real. Mm-hmm. because of the effectiveness of the product and also the effectiveness not only just in imprinting but even in the performance of the dog. Um, there are some unique things um, that the dog acquires um, learning with same Logics that the dog doesn't acquire learning with real. Um, one is um, the ability to false. Mm-hmm. A Zen logic's dog does not false. And you could ask any use of logic. The dog, dog, If the dog alerts, there's something there.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It might be a hidden compartment or something. And in our neighborhood, that's what our, our cops are trusted for their dogs. If they sit on a dog and they don't see it, they take that car in. If they sit on a car, they, they take the car in and they strip it. And they've found something 100% of the time. Right. One thing again, one benefit with logic is also that your dog will find all weights it doesn't matter if it's a million pounds or just a, a seed the dog your dog would find it and also the the capabilities now of being able to um train uh on, on to detect materials that you can use real for like ttp mm-hmm. hmtd fentanyl uh, a dog trained on narcotics finds fentanyl finds car fentanyl you know so um we've broadened the range of the detectability the system that does not like Zen logics also doesn't even understand what their requirement is. We all say real, real, real. What is real? Is it the material? Or is it the material's odor? We know that our real is actually the odor, not the material. So why do we call the material real? We don't really know what our true real is because if we did and we understand the fact that it's the odor of the material that we need, we should be asking the material simple questions before it qualifies as a training aid. Questions like, hey, how old are you? How pure are you? And is there enough of you that I could really efficiently imprint my dog? Nobody asks such a question from real and it's there not asking such questions that brings us having different qualities of dogs. You you can be using coke and I'm using coke and we're saying we're using real. Your coke can be 5 kilos of 98% pure. Hmm. My coke is DEA which is at least 10 years old because it's from the DEA. The purity of which I don't know let's assume is 25%. Now how can we ever compare dogs Right, we can't. your dogs will always be better than mine, and I might be assuming it's because you're a better trainer. but really, before we start questioning who's a better trainer, we realize that actually the training aid has actually been causing this. Um, there are three main components you need to get a good dog. You need a, a good trainer, a well-selected dog, and a good training aid. Now. A training aid up till now has never been questioned, as long as it's real. So we've never felt that a training aid would need a requirement that would really affect the, 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 the efficacy of a dog. What we found out over the last 10 years is that the three main problems we see with dogs, which is walking large hides, stand stem sitting an undesirable distance away from a hide or what we call falsing is actually caused by having a training aid that does not fit the the the, the, the that doesn't have all a, a training aid should have mm-hmm. you know so um we've redefined real we've taken the material out of the equation because we only need the material for its odor. So we have encapsulated the odor, and standardized the odor. No, Logics is not pseudo, the odor is real.
1: Right, the, um, so what helps with all this, uh, to put it in context for our handlers that are listening to this is Florida versus Harris. A lot of people understand the Supreme Court case for a couple years ago, Florida versus Harris. And they recognize, Supreme Court recognized in there that the dogs are trained to find odor yes. and not material. Not material. Because the, the argument that the other side was making was how many times, and this came out of a case also in Australia, where they were, they were keeping records of hits that the dogs would have and then they wouldn't find anything. And they were saying, well, that's indicative of false alerts, that the dogs suck and they're just not doing yeah. it. And which is not true. Right. And it, been, it was proven that th- that study was proven wrong. And the Supreme Court accepts the fact that our dogs are finding odor and you might uh, get in the car and you're not going to find anything. Yeah.
2: But they, may, maybe they smoke marijuana. And they it, are, it, 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 yeah. A dog does not find cocaine. A dog finds the source of cocaine odor right you know a dog does not find TNT it finds the source of TNT odor but that source could be a residual source it could be the bag of coke was put in the in the wardrobe for five weeks and was removed in the morning Mm -hmm. now there could be enough latent odor that has been absorbed by the clothes in the wardrobe that the dog would still alert it does not mean the dog is wrong the dogs looking for the source of odor
1: have you guys gotten to do any, um, this is another question a lot of people have, and courts have it too, is have you gotten to do any tests on how long odor will stay after, the, after everything's removed, like in the wardrobe,
2: the guy takes it out? Have you? Yeah. We, we've done some work on that. Um, what we found out is that it depends on the kinds of materials. Um, of course, it stays. Uh, it, 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 it depends on whether it's nylon, polyester, or cotton. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, you know. Even with clothes, depending on which fabric you you wear, your body odor is different. Mm-hmm. You know, you wear nylon, you have a different body odor than when you wear cotton. You know, than when you wear linen. Sometimes, so it's it's more the 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 odor is retained differently mm-hmm. uh, by different fabrics, and also by the thickness of the fabric. Uh, thicker fabrics would hold more odor, and it would take. A longer time for odor to dissipate, and also the temperature. Mm-hmm. Um, for, of course, um, odor will stay longer in in, in the wardrobe during the winter time when well, in a cold region, than when right. it's hot. Um, we've done quite a little. Uh, we've done quite a bit of work on that.
1: So, and it's everything I understand. It's definitely more than hours. Like, I think Jason uh, Pergeson, those guys at Highland, did a study in a in a vehicle that they quit testing it after like three weeks they were still getting alerts on it you know they had a uh, odor in a vehicle and then removed it that's right and it kept coming back and coming back and coming back um one of the things guys got to understand about uh using set logics is there's a lot of guys that are trying to go into business in, in this and maybe they're handlers and they know you know they have a little bit of skill set and they're going to try to become trainers but they don't have a DEA license or an ATF license or the ATF license they haven't gotten yeah. it maybe they're in the process of it but uh, another big industry, and Ted Ted can talk about this. Another big industry out there for there's a lot of money to be made is bed bug
0: detection. Hell yeah! Uh, it yeah. Creeps
2: people the yeah. fuck out. Mold detection. Oh mold, that's another uh, one. So
0: even yeah. right now in Tulsa, there's a <clears throat> uh, a mall that's having a bed bug problem, <clears throat> and you know of course they're denying it, but whatever. <laughs> but um, I just to, I just did two dogs um, for. Um, a friend of mine, um, they lived down in Texas and when we started I used real bed bugs for one and I used Scent Logics for the other. Now the Scent Logics dog and I purposely used the Scent Logics on the on the weaker dog. Um, because I n- knew it was gonna be easier for him. But mm. so <laughs> like and then with the bed bugs there's the other issue too of proofing off of dead ones, which yes. with Scent Logics you don't have to do. That's and I right. don't have to keep live bugs alive because they're fucking gross so (laughs) (laughs) god so in in that respect and then you know when it came time um to put the scent logics dog onto the real dog onto the onto the live what i knew were a hundred percent live bugs the transition was pretty straightforward i mean it was one session um and i backed him up to our standard like how i do the imprinting and basically restarted the imprinting phase. And, I mean, in one session, he went straight on to live bugs, and then it was no big deal. Yes. And so... Uh, it was clean and you know I didn't have to feed the uh, nasty motherfuckers and I didn't have to worry about them getting out of my office and like I got thing, 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 thing. Thing. Oh, uh, Dude, every time uh, I would pull that vial uh, out I was like oh god this is so gross and, and they seemed fucking moving around in there and then so then I have to take them to the hotel like we have a hotel that lets us use and when I would go in there I, and I would tell them what I was doing, and they're like, "You have bugs." I'm like, "No, no, no! I don't have live bugs." Yes. And I showed them. i was like, "Look, this is." They're like, "This is what bed bugs smell like." I'm like, "I don't know." I, to, I mean, to them it does. To the yeah, dog it does. That's exactly. But I was like, "I don't know," but it, I mean, so they're like, "Oh, you're not going to put live bugs in our hotel?" No, I am not going to put live or even dead ones in the hotel, so that you don't have to worry about.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I see a big business in that. Um, I, I look forward to a time where um, one could actually imprint a dog on both bed bugs and mold because mm-hmm. they'll both be applicable um, in, in hotels, for instance. They'll both be applicable for building inspection. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to check um, a home uh, before you buy. Of course, most people with mold, they would paint the basement and the person buys the home and six months later, the mold starts seeping through, but you're, you're already in the house. Yeah. You know, but um, even when, when the wall is painted, still a dog still detects the mold through, through a, f- a freshly painted wall. So I think it would re- revolutionise um, housing building home ins- and building inspections too. Um, one thing we've tried to do in- with logics is also try to broaden the the, the 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 job opportunities for the community. We've been with the community now for over a decade. We of course we've acquired many friends and, and families um, within this time um, within the within us being within the community. And I personally don't like to see when one of my brothers and my sisters retires and all they think they can do is um, either explosives detection or narcotics detection. Um, They they, they get underpaid because there's a long queue. You know, everybody wants to be a handler. You gotta compete with someone that just finished a three-month course someplace else and you have 20 years experience I mean it's driven down the price of how much a handler could get to 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 a to a level that I don't like for to see a brother or sister earn for all the hard work they've done so we had this in mind and we we've tried to do research to broaden um, the opportunities that Our members of our canine family could have uh, not just after retiring but as an alternative and um, yes uh, we we came up with bed bugs Uh, we've done that we've done mold and we've also done digital hardware uh, for like self um, sim cards you know for for either prisons or for looking into financial crimes you know where the accountant has stored the hard drives of his clients in the in the attic you know, all all pedophiles, who they say um, they they keep their hard drives that with all their porn for they keep it away from the computer. It's only when they want to do their pedophile activities that they go get the hard drive, that then they slot that in. So um, we could. Um, so I, we're very happy that we've started uh, with broadening up the horizons and the opportunities for those that we love so much within the community. I'm just tired of them being underpaid, you know, and them being stuck in either having to go for explosives or narcotics detection
1: yeah there's a lot there's a lot of things there's dogs we I mean, we we talk about dogs doing uh you know down.
0: Proven Canine Training, Proven Results, providing scenario-based training for law enforcement based on years of law enforcement and military service. Creating dogs for scent detection, tracking, patrol, and obedience. National certifying official for all aspects of canine and canine-related work. Watch for seminars across the country, near your locations in Northeast New Mexico and Amarillo, Texas. Find us on Facebook and Instagram by searching Proven Canine Training, the letter K, the number 9, or at www.provendogtraining.com, or give JJ a call at 417- 844-5816
1: Hey guys Ted and I make no secret about the fact that we love Dogtra we've been using Dogtra products for years even long before they became a sponsor of ours we believe in what they do so they're offering a discount code you go to the website any unit $200 or more put in the discount code WDR10 that's WDR10 they're going to give you 10% off that item go check it out please Dogtra, we believe in them
0: It's no secret that Eric and I are both professional trainers, meaning that we go through a lot of toys teaching dogs to find drugs, bombs, bugs, whatever. The problem always is durability or safety. When we get a dog that's a super hard biter and a chewer, we got to go with a harder toy, which tears up their teeth. Or we get a dog that goes with a softer toy, and we always have an issue with durability or safety, having them chew it up and swallow it. I think a good solution to that is check out the guys from USA-K9.com. USA K9 uses a natural rubber, which is much safer and environmentally friendly. Plus, they're also USA made and they're restringable, which is a huge deal for me since we use Dutch boxes. For every purchase you guys make using the discount code K9PRO, that's the letter K, the number 9, P-R-O, they're going to donate 10% of that sale so that we can give away some toys to deployed MWD teams across the world. Hit them up, usa k 9 Dot com. Use the discount code, the letter K, the number nine. Pro. That's K nine Pro.
1: Things related to um, agriculture, finding you know Splendid. things yes. that that destroy, you know mangroves and things like that. Yes, and that's that's always. I mean, it's amazing what they can do. Now, at the beginning of this episode, Ted introduced you as David, but you're actually a doctor. I mean, it's, yeah. you're uh, you got you're not just uh, some a, a human qualification I you're, guess right it's not some guy that, uh, that, that uh, eh, that's a pretty good idea I'm going to go mix this up in my kitchen <laughs> I mean there's actually uh, you have a, a strong scientific background yes and, uh, I do. Your, your research and everything has strong sci- scientific background um, ScentLogix I'm assuming has grown staff size and, and all that how much time do you yourself get to spend with the coat, white coat on in the lab yeah,
2: are, that's you gonna it, are you still going to do
1: it or are you a businessman
2: though I remember when, when I first started SendLogics, um, one of the first things I wanted to do was to let agencies that I could be of help to know that I am now a patriot and I'm ready to pit my senses against the problems we had. And One of the first people I went to meet was Don Roberts, uh, the head of the DHS. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I walked into his office. Uh, I introduced myself. I'm David Adabimpe. Um, I believe I'm a very good chemist, and I want to help my nation in, 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 in dealing with some of the problems that might that could be solved by chemistry. Um, he virtually told me uh, that, oh, um, don't worry, we got this, because we have the best chemists in the world working for us. And I asked him, who are, these, uh, who are these chemists? And he said, um, Oh, I got the FBI chemists working for us. I got Battelle chemists working for us. And I'm like, But you don't have David Adabimpe working for you. Mm-hmm. And I think David Adabimpe is the best chemist in the world. Uh, I have a chemistry background. Um, I go into college at 15, graduated at 19. Um, I, for me, academics was uh, my life until one day, uh, I was looking out my office window and I saw this low flying plane um, in New York City and I was wondering, why is this plane flying so low? And it crashed into World Trade Center. I lost 11 friends that day, that changed my life. And I left academia angry, wanting to strangle, kill somebody, Uh, wrote letters to appropriate agencies Uh, oh thank you for your email we'll respond in six months we'll respond in short time they didn't respond in five minutes they didn't respond in an hour they didn't respond in six months so I was like fuck everybody I can be a one man show a one man war monger and um, I moved to Annapolis and that's when I I got a uh, then I became a government contractor and then the United States Marine Corps came to me and they wanted me to make an aid, um, um, an inert equivalent of the MN-01 kit. And that's how I really started. I made the MN-01 kit for the um, the inert equivalent for the United States Marine Corps, and that's what introduced me to your community. And um, I've been stuck here since. <laughs>
0: stuck. stuck I, I've well, been
2: stuck in since because the job's not done. Yeah. It's not completely done yet. I mean, it will be done... I mean, I can't save. Uh, I, I can't bring back the friends I've lost um, during 911 and post 911. Those that have gone downrange and never came back. But I believe I can reduce the amount of friends I'll be losing um, through being the best that I can be and, dis- and dispersing this information to to them. I I still I'm still very very much in the lab. I created every single aid myself. I still find it very difficult to 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 employ people who are ready to learn the science, because it's a combination of uh, different uh, fields. Um, it's a combination of biology with chemistry, analytical chemistry, synthetic organic chemistry. Um, it's an olfaction science, um, and you. It's it's a combination of. Ma- mathematics, you need a little bit of statistics and the young ones, do, they do not want to learn new stuff uh, so I end up being the one doing um, all the work, I'm getting tired <laughs> because the last 10 years of my life has been a blur nothing, I've not really done a lot and um, I'm working on cadaver now and um, after that I would like to take a little break until any of you can find me young people who could work hard and carry on this trend. We are actually, actually revolutionizing the industry, but also science, by what we are doing. There are loads of scientists all over the world that don't think what we are doing can be done. At least um, DHS does not think it can mm-hmm. be done. Tiswick does not think it could be done in England, the Home Office, DSTL they've tried it, they've concluded it can never be done you know, uh, we had Australia doing their research too, but because all these agencies i have mentioned share information they have actually shared information to agree that it can never be done so, in doing that they have misinterpreted their definition of real the material you know, and of course that would have consequences it has it 's having the consequences that it 's having with our federal drug dogs I mean Lackland could have a better program if right. they woke up and use better training aids so
0: kind of in that same thing you know I have seen Sent logics work and from just an anecdotal standpoint. I have seen and used it for uh, some explosive stuff. We use for stuff I don't want to touch, like TATP. Like, I definitely don't want to touch that. So, <laughs> and I've seen it work um, in that respect. Not to, to my knowledge, there's not a. There, well, there is one, and to my knowledge, there's not a peer-reviewed because that's where I think a lot of people come in in terms of trying to criticize the direction you're coming from, not the reason you're doing it, but that there hasn't been a true peer-reviewed anything other than, I think, what was the guy's name? Good Pastor was his last name? Yeah,
2: yeah, Good Pastor, yeah. That is very true.
0: So are we interested in doing, or or have you
2: thought about doing that, or is it an anecdotal... People ask me sometimes, or I've seen the criticism on on sometimes on some websites that it's not being peer-reviewed, but I look at it differently. I think the peers are the practitioners and the dogs. The peers are my dogs, not scientists. If scientists should be, if they are supposed to be the peers, what have they done for them to understand what I'm doing? Most of them think it's impossible. So how can they review what I'm doing? But then that's number one. Then number two, when a scientist comes up and says he has a product that works, he's only saying it as a hypothesis. It it has to be proven before you can say it's a product that works. And it's not going to be proven by scientists. It's going to be proven by practitioners. Practitioners have a problem of believing in scientists that have nothing but hot air and have not proven it through the dogs. If a scientist has to say something to the working dog community, they should prove it through the dogs. And they never do, but they have a lot to say. And they are believed. And, you know, that's
0: kind of my point, because, like I said, I've seen it, and which is this leading to the next question. Like, I've seen that it works. I've used it with drug dogs. It, I mean, it with, works but, better than but, real. Yeah, and better than the, real. Then, you know, we have the anecdotal evidence that says one thing, and then we have one, the only one that I know of that says that
2: the conclusions are different. and That's th- good, Pastor. I, I would like to, to, to talk about it. It's so funny that the government would spend seven hundred thousand dollars to to investigate um, the product of a small business who could have done numerous things with seven hundred thousand yeah. dollars. True. You know, I mean we we don't we don't make seven hundred thousand dollars a year. <laughs> no can, I wouldn't nah, be sitting here <laughs> you know, we, I might we, be but we, I'd be drunk. <laughs> we're we're a small business and right. um uh, we we, we, we we sell as much as we give away because we're not even gonna let people who need it go without because they can't afford it. Right. We are we're in the business to save lives the best way we can. We are contributing and we don't need anybody to 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 tell us, I mean what well, I mean that we've never gotten governmental assistance and when we write proposals to to to, the, to government agencies they don't give us we don't get the grants right. they give their friends. We know that, so we oh, stopped yeah. trying. Right, we just right. focused on the science, you know. And um, get pastor, I think it was a seven hundred thousand dollar grant. Unfortunately, he also got it wrong, he got it wrong. But then again, um, I don't know whether he got it wrong or not, whether politics was played. Because I'll break it down the, 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 the data good pastor provided. I heard was not the data that he got where no. he went. Interesting. Yeah. Um, the, uh, he went to a certain kennel to get the job done. And when the trainers he used at the kennel saw his data they said that was not the data he got. Because the data he got at the kennel using Zen Logics was so good yeah. that the kennel actually transitioned to using and logics based on the data he got. But then, um, Good Pastor produced um, two, two, two results and um, two um, um, reports. One he wrote as a, as a report, um, a scientific report, but he actually was paid by Tiswick to do the, to do the research. Um, the second report was a classified report. That he gave to Tiswick, that the product does not work, even though in the place where he did the research, everybody said it worked. But then he wrote the report and classified it. It's just like me saying Ted's an asshole, but it's classified, (laughs) so everybody everybody knows. knows, But then they will not be able to ask him whether he is or not. You can read that online, like all of yeah, Yeah, no kidding. which, Which is a very smart way of being wise. Right. You know, you you write a bad report about somebody, and then you classify it. But I think it was done as a as a as a as a, as a prologue to them bringing out their own product hmm. and saying that their product's better. And I think um, that's what's gone down now with THS uh, mm. Now they have brought out their product that's never been tested by anybody but then they would say they're now saying that is the one that's best so it's a it's an unfortunate situation that uh, a scientist would get 700,000 dollars and produce bad science I would like to hope I would like to hope that he just made a mistake but he did not because the kennels in which they did the work said everything worked brilliantly and because of that they used send logics However, the, 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 the results that he gave the government was good enough for the government to use as an excuse to, 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 to punish same logics or not to use same logics. Right. You know, it's an excuse. say, oh, a scientist has done the review. It did not work. You know, so do not use it. You know, but then I'm sure it gave the, the DHS the impetus to, to try to make their own training aids. They've come up with their own training aid now um, for TATP and HMTD, but of course, like I always tell people, we—I mean—we're ten years ahead of the game in anybody. Right. So th- it doesn't really matter what somebody could do. We 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 have ten years worth of experience. So they've come up now with their own version of TATP that lasts only eight hours, you know, and uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, because uh, but then we all know that an odor that lasts only eight hours is background odor. Yeah. It cannot work. I mean, scientifically speaking, um, they're just gonna fuck up a whole generation of dogs, which is also very unfortunate because the dogs are not gonna be that good on TTP.
0: So, but do then, you uh, do you see that them using because I mean, where that inevitably goes is they'll blame pseudo or or simulant instead of the action as a blanket statement
2: yeah i mean we, first of all i think we have to get our definition of real real right. well that done.
0: that was uh, yeah, because
2: the they don't they'll still always continue making mistakes as long as they believe the material is their real they'll be basing things on the material whereas it's the odor that's real they never look at it they never question it and sometimes when they do, they make mistakes because the instruments that they use to characterize these odors um, give mistakes 25% of the time. So if you're not really a true chemist, a good chemist with good practical experience, and you're just looking at the data that the computer tells you, that's what that peak stands for. Mm-hmm. You, you're bound to err, And I think that's why a lot of people that have tried to even make... Um, chemically formulated trainings like we have have failed they have not been able to make it um, as good as we because they rely so much on the data that an instrument with a with with a sensitivity of parts per per million gives you and then you want to use that to make something for an organism with a sensitivity of parts per quadrillion that's a good Uh, that's a good point (laughs) yeah they it's hard you know, and um, that's where they are. I think Mother Nature actually is trying to make sure they don't get it right mm-hmm. yeah. uh, by believing so much in themselves rather than trying to find new ways of um, deciphering. So logic
1: is now an uh, international company?
2: Ooh. I would like to think it is international because we have clients um, internationally. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have clients all over the world, including Antarctica Oh wow! on all continents. Uh, one thing about our product is that we are yet to see somebody Apart from Good Pastor and a man called Randy Hare, we've never had a complaint about our product from anybody worldwide. Of course, the Good Pastor one, we I kind of feel, you know, just saying blankly, I, I think it was a setup. Yeah. Because, I mean, nobody else has gotten the data he has. You know, um, the one for Randy Hare is just based out of ignorance. Um, he's just hating without having any, any, any... Any practitioner prove that the pro—I mean, when you're the only guy in the world that your dog walks are dope, <laughs> your dog has a problem, mm-hmm. and it's obvious that your dog has a problem because every everybody else in the world doesn't have a, the same kind of that the dog response of their dogs. So, um,
1: so one thing that people can't see on the podcast is. A lot of people walk by here while we're out, we're out here in the, in the lobby. <laughs> yes, and um, a lot of people come by and smile at you and point and try That's to get good. you to laugh while you're talking <laughs> and, and fuck around with us and all kinds of stuff like that. But it's obvious that you've created a, a, a lot of good relationships. I mean, we, Ted and I, have spent a bunch of time with you at different, different, various seminars and yes. you know, broke bread and and uh, drank cocktails and That's right. and had had fun. I, uh, I always go to bed before you do, but that's all. <laughs> that's just I'm yeah. But, um, so are, are you getting, do you... How important are these relationships to you? I mean, everybody that is get, using your stuff seems to.
2: Very important. Um, I, I mean, one thing that draws me into the community is the passion that people have. I do not know whether it's out of ignorance, out of stupidity, or out of sublimal knowledge. But, I mean, why would you want to be the one that's running towards a gunshot when little people like me are running away from it? You know, I mean, what kind of patriotism is that? How could you have that kind of selfless love where you're ready to pitch yourself? It, it's always intrigued me, and I'm seeing, coming closer to the community, I, I value um, such people. Um, I value a world or a community where integrity actually weighs above a lot of other things. And um, even though I have only I only joined the community in 2002, uh, I've had a lot of long-lasting friendships mm-hmm. that I can depend on more than some people I've known for, for, for all my life. So I I just love the community. I love the people. I love the togetherness. I love the integrity. Um, I find them um, a, a group of people that I would rather want to associate myself with and of course I being whom I am uh, happy-go-lucky a prankster you know a, a, a short man devil asshole mm-hmm. you know I, I, I bring my own little <laughs> bit too my own flavor into their lives you know um, and everything's good I'm very happy I'm very blessed to, to be in this community even though uh, I joined for unfortunate reasons but uh, we're trying to, to make our misfortunes. We're to trying to turn them around, and I like that.
1: That's great. And that's the thing is the guys that are here that that we've gone out to dinner with and that, that make the comments to you when they come by and dick with you around and try to get you to laugh and all that stuff are the workers, the guys who are actually training the dogs, yes. the guys who are using the material. None of them are bosses. None of them are guys that don't do you know the guys yes. that just make policy or the See, guys yeah. that just whatever um, so I should say a lot even to you to you, if you, you know when, when things get goofy with some of the naysayers um,
2: but the guys believe in it yes and those are the guys that I, I, I love you know, uh, not the bosses who would tell their kids never to join the military or never to be a police officer. You know, because they don't, obviously, they don't want him not to come home one day. I mean, a lot of a lot of our bosses don't even have a child in the military. They 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 look at things from the TV. But I mean, you practitioners, you you you're active law enforcement, active military. You know, you you see things from a different perspective. You know, your world. No, the world of the boots on the ground is more important to me than, than the world of a suit, you know, because I feel I can make a better impact on the ground than, 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 than dealing with suits. Um, our first intention was to make a good product. And then after that, try to get the product into the mainstream. Uh, I've not started wearing suits yet hmm. uh, <laughs> because there's one more product I want to make. Because I know once I start wearing a suit and start going into the mainstream, I might not be able to go back to being a scientist anymore. You know, I have cadaver to go. And uh, we're, wait- we're working on a cadaver aid. And after that, probably I can use the next two years relaxing by going into, main- going into trying to at- attack existing policies so that they could be addressed and, and some rectification could be made uh, based on-, on-, on what we know you know it's very important that we do change some of the policies we have um, from from the standpoint of wanting more successful wanting our dogs to be a lot more successful
0: awesome so you guys have a website saintlogics.com yes. logix correct
2: yes logix um, like asterix Yes. I used to love reading Asterix <laughs> comics back in the days, Thompson and Thompson, Tintin and stuff. So And Scent
0: Logic is available from you guys, from several large vendors, um, all over. Uh, you can get it. I mean, it's not that hard to get a hold of. So, no, no, yeah. at all. Yeah, so hit it up. Man, this has been great, and it's been one that Eric and I have wanted to do for a while, because the story is super interesting. And you know, Don't tell
2: me the hour is up, is it? <laughs> wow, pretty, pretty close. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's pretty close. Yeah. So well, I mean,
0: yeah. I got dumber
1: while we were here. <laughs> <laughs> when we talk to David, you're like,
0: uh. <laughs> no, man. You know, it's always good seeing you. And, it's you been know, great, brother. And you know, we're we're due a beer too. And I think Alicia's supposed to be rounding this one up. Yeah, so man. I mean, but yeah, splendid. Yeah, a yeah. you know,
2: beer. Oh, I've, yeah. I've always you know I I've, I've always wanted to eat Alicia's dog. <laughs> yeah, while, yeah. that dog, She's here. That dog. Yeah, I saw you know, and my <laughs> mouth water's the end time I see that, that <laughs> oh, you know, being yeah. African there must wow. be a, a genetical understanding of what a real snack Supposed to Holy be. <laughs> 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 oh <my God. laughs> I call the dog lunch. Yeah, she knows <laughs> so she's always got one eye
0: on you. Um, yeah. <laughs> the only eye. Yeah, the dog. Right on, David. Man, it's been yeah, awesome. It's we been great, it. brothers.
2: Excellent. Um, thank you for all the good things you're doing. Yeah. I mean, we need things like this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 it it's, it's, it's funny how the evolution is starting. And the evolution is, is is starting from a new generation like you guys doing doing new things, you know, and bringing out new avenues and new concepts, and also bringing the community together. I really love what you're doing, guys. Um, God bless you for for that. Thank you, thank, thank you. you. We appreciate, appreciate it. it. Yeah.
0: All right. Excellent. See you on the next one. Excellent. We'll see you guys shortly. All right. Working Dog Radio is edited and co-produced by Dustin Wright at Bracket Designs. Be sure to hit him up at BracketDesigns.com for any branding or content-related work you have. We were graciously granted permission to use this rad music by Brother Deeg. Go buy him a beer at BrotherDeeg, spelled D-E-G-E, dot blogspot.com, spelled D-E-G-E, or hit him up on iTunes, Amazon, CD Baby, or any other music streaming stores. Check the show notes for links to both of these creative geniuses.
2: Yeah, I'm a crazy mother fucker walking up your stray Craziest fucker that you ever see. Yeah, I'm a crazy mom, fucker walking up your stray
0: Welcome to Working Dog Radio. <coughs> Broadcasting the bite.